Good evening, everybody. This is Ryan Hayes. I'm back with another episode of Cast of Champions. Today is Tuesday, December 29th. So I hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas and looking forward to the new year. I got a good show for you. Um, my guest is going to be uh, Bo Bassett. He is a wrestler for the Compound and Young Guns, uh, two wrestling clubs out of Pennsylvania, the uh, powerhouse wrestling state of Pennsylvania. Um, I've got to see this kid wrestle a bunch. Uh, saw him in July Tulsa. Saw him up at the uh, Defense Soap Duels. Saw him at the Super 32. Um, he's always winning, so uh, I want to talk to him to see how he wins and and uh, what's his motivation, you know, to to and the dedication that he puts into this sport. So, hey, Bo, you're alive. How are you doing, man? Good. How are you? Thank you for having me on. Hey, hey I'm doing well, man. Uh, just, just briefly, man, I, I always ask this to all the wrestlers, man. How, how, what is your start? How did you get started in wrestling? Yeah, so my dad, before I was even born, uh, my dad coached at Young Guns. Um, and so when I was born and the whole way I was brought up, I was always going to Young Guns practices. And it's funny, I was actually like three years old, and there's a uh, picture of me with the Young Guns onesie um, on Google somewhere, but um, that's kind of funny. But, yeah, I was brought up in the Young Guns room with guys like Spencer Lee, Teasdale, uh, Nolf, guys like that. So I would say uh, my dad and um, my uncle both wrestled when they were younger. So I was kind of born into it. And ever since I had my first practice, I was in love with it. So it was awesome. So you're really kind of, well, you've, I've known, known of you for a little bit now, but just tell me a little bit about the, uh, the dedication, man. Uh, you're winning a lot. I know, like I said, I mentioned the two wrestling clubs that you go to. Then you also have, uh, uh, I saw the uh, tour. You got a little training facility at your house that's kind of brand new. So just tell me how all that came about and, you know, and this whole dedication to the sport, man. It's like you, it's like you never get tired of it or get burnt out. No, definitely never. I love it so much. Um, yeah, ever since, like I said, ever since I stepped in the room, I just fell in love with it. Um, it's really where I'm happy. It's where I'm most happy. There's no place I'd rather be than in the room. But, yeah, the tour thing was my dad and my mom, they built a house. Actually, it was about last Halloween, so not – actually, a year ago, 2019 Halloween. And uh, so that's our first night in the house. And, uh, yeah, we have a little gym downstairs and mat room. So, yeah, we definitely get the use out of that. And, uh, yeah. So I know a couple of uh, North Carolina guys have been able to come up there and, uh, and train with you. Uh, one of our guys down here, uh, uh, a very good wrestler, Richard Trainer, was one of them. Uh, just tell me a little bit about, uh, about like, you know, hosting these guys from different states and, like, just being able to practice with multiple partners. Yeah, so my dad always says um, when all the other guys come in, if you could – go to one place and train, you know, if you're a wrestler, it would probably be in PA, the state. I think PA is the number one state for wrestling. And um, I think the best place in PA is Western PA, right where we're at. So definitely a lot of guys like to come in and train at the compound and young guns, and they get a lot um, where we're at. And so, yeah, uh, the North Carolina guys came up, uh, Will Varner, um, Jax Flores, Richard Trainer, like you said, Zeno Moore came up. So awesome partners. Uh, we love when guys come up like that. And they came up for a pretty long time in the summer. So it was really cool to, you know, get relationships with guys like that. So it sounds like as bad as COVID has been, it seems like it's helped the sport um, as far as, so with, with there being no school and, and just in remote learning, it's the opportunity for a lot of kids to be able to travel. 
So tell me how COVID has uh, impacted you as far as wrestling. Yeah. Um, the only thing that really impacted was competitions. I, you know, some of them got canceled and things like that. But other than that, you know, we definitely, we've been training full go. We never really took any time off at all. Uh, but COVID didn't really affect us that much. But uh, yeah, COVID's been tough and we're just trying to get past it. Hopefully it'll end this, you know, this coming year. Um, so I, I, I know you mentioned that you have the, uh, what is it, the New Jersey versus Pennsylvania yeah. kind of tool. Tell me a little bit about that. What's the, uh, what's the format of so that? So tomorrow night we're going to, I think, Rhino Wrestling Club. And, uh, yeah, we have an all-star match. Um, it will be, I think it's at 9 p.m. on flow. It's going to be live. And uh, so I have a match tomorrow against a high school guy, actually. Um, we're wrestling at 108 pounds, um, so I'm going up a little bit. But uh, it's a great opportunity. He's ranked, like, number six in the uh, country at 106 High School. Um, it's Dan Jones from New Jersey, so it's going to be awesome. For sure, for sure. Um, so you mentioned earlier, and, and I know that, and I know this as well about Pennsylvania being like a powerhouse state for wrestling. Can you tell me why that is? Yeah, so I think there's a lot of reasons why PA is, in my opinion, the best. Um, I think we have the most clubs out of any um, state in the country. I think there's a lot of great opportunities, and obviously the top wrestling, top and bottom. We do a lot of mat wrestling, a lot more than any other state. That is definitely for sure. So at Ranger Pride and um, Young Guns, you know, Monday's neutral and Wednesday would be top and bottom. Um, Tuesday's neutral and the Thursday's top and bottom. We go 50-50 and we do a lot on the mat. We take pride in, you know, not just riding, but turning and always getting out on bottom. So I think that the mat wrestling is a big one for us in PA. And I think we have a lot of opportunities in Pennsylvania that other states don't really have. So when you go uh... – go into high school, I guess it'd be safe to say that you're pretty much going to be ready for varsity competition, but is there anybody out there? Like what's like, whether it's been high school or middle school, who's given you like your, your best battle, like just from the time you started wrestling, just a match, whether you won or lost it, they just gave you like the best battle that you've I wouldn't even say it. I date. wouldn't even say it's in competition. It's in the room. Um, at young guns, uh, we have Vinny kill Curry. He won Super 32 this year um, at 106, so I'm always scrapping with him. Uh, guys like Devin Magro, um, he's a little under the radar, but he is uh, ranked in junior high right now. Eighth grader, going to be a stud next year, uh, varsity. I wrestle with Mason Gibson sometimes. Don't really wrestle him neutral, but uh, on the mat, I wrestle him all the time. Um, I wrestle guys like uh, my college guys. I wrestle Brendan Howard and Jacob Ely all the time. They're college guys. They went to uh, UPJ, which is literally two miles from my house uh, pre season last year they were ranked number one in the country division two so a powerhouse team i wrestle with those guys but uh, i would say the college guys for sure they give me the toughest goes you know it's funny that you said that because um i was able to kind of uh be an assistant for a, a team called parkland high school now probably before your time but north carolina team we went we went about eight years never losing a dual meet, and that head coach always said that the best competition should be in your practice room. And you kind of just said that right there. It's like you, you know, if you're if if you got if your if your practice room is better than any team that you're going to wrestle in, in competition, then you know that's that's where you're going to get the job done. Um, what is it, it? It what is it that you could probably like do better at in in the sport? I mean, I know you do. You know, you win a lot, but what do you feel like that you lack at? Something that you need to work on. 
That's a great question. So I'm always trying to evolve. I'm always trying to get better and add new things to my repertoire or arsenal, whatever you want to say. Um, I think I definitely want to add another shot on neutral. I think I'm known for my snap downs and firemen. Um, I want to add something else. I'm not sure what it is yet, but I'm definitely going to try to develop something new there. Um, throwing fakes is so important. We all, I always watch a Cal Snyder video that he talks about the importance of fakes, and it may make so much sense. Fakes are almost unstoppable. So I'm going to be adding a lot of fakes, which I already do a good bit of them, but the more fakes, the better. And uh, just keep getting better on top and bottom. Yeah, that's what PA does best, and just keep evolving there. Being a seventh grader, um, you, you, you've already made a name for yourself. So with that name comes a lot of pressure, um, just pressure to win, pressure that, that, that's put on you by uh, what you see on social media, you know, places like Flow and, 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 and all the other good old stuff. So how do you handle the pressure? Um, to be honest, I, I don't really put too much pressure on myself. My coaches always tell me that you, know, you, you got to wrestle free, you got to wrestle open because if there's pressure on you, you're going to wrestle tight and you're going to make mistakes more than if you just wrestle open and try to score points. So I don't really try to put pressure on myself because I don't, I don't think it will help you at all. I think you just need to go out and just score points and just do what you do. I think that if you put pressure on yourself, it's only going to hinder your success and you're not going to do what you can do if you wrestle freely. So do you do anything else like besides wrestling what do you do if you want to take a little bit of off yeah time? so i do a lot of lifting at the compound um just the functional intensity class it's called it's a lot of high pace um lifting like that and i do a lot of power lifting um on the side my friends and i we like to do uh, a little bit of gymnastics we don't actually go to gymnastics like a place but we like to do backflips and stuff like that um i would say i'm a big Steeler fan uh they're doing well this year so that is that's exciting um but yeah power lifting is my main thing other than wrestling and, uh, yeah, I don't really play video games. I know that's a big one, but not, not my thing. So when you're out there getting ready to prepare for a, a, a big match, um, what do you do to kind of get into that mindset of competition? Yeah, that's a great one because at Young Guns, we always talk about that. What's your switch? What's your, you know, what's your, you do something and you go into that mode where nothing, all you're thinking about is what's, a, what's ahead of you. So, uh, Spencer Lee has a saying that he does in his head. Um, I, I do a crossover, and I have things that I say in my head right before my match. So I cross over, and normally I'll say, take down turn, you know, hard, smart, take down turn. Or uh, no one outworks me, you know, sprint the mile, meaning, you know, high pace the whole match, wrestle like you're losing the whole match. And uh, machine gun mindset, meaning if you take one shot, you won't have as much as a success rate as if you take ten. So those are the sayings I say in my head, and that's what gets me in the zone for sure. So you go out there, you wrestle. Um, what do you do to kind of uh, uh, get your mind right when you when you have a, a bad match, a bad outing? You you know maybe you lost a match or maybe you won but didn't do as well as you as well as you could have. Um, what do you do after that? Like how do you how do you put that behind you and and be able to find the motivation to wrestle your other matches. Yeah, so in RPW, my dad always says, you know, you can't live in the past. You got to live in the present and what's, you know, what's ahead of you. So if you have a bad match, you can't think about it. You got to focus on what's ahead if you have another match or whatever's next. Uh, we're really big on watching our matches. So even if we have a good match, there's always stuff that you do wrong. So we're big on watching our matches after. And uh, yeah, you can't live in the past. You got to live in what's ahead of you and just 
be ready for your next match. And, you know, questions that's always asked to a wrestler. Um, what is your what is your thoughts on cutting weight? I know a lot of kids, um, they cut weight. I mean, especially for your bigger tournaments like your Super 32s, a lot of a lot of tournaments where you're just trying to get matches and it's not that competitive. You you really don't do a lot of the weight cut. But when you're getting ready to cut, you know, what's your – what do you do the week before? What do you eat? You know, it seems like you're doing everything the right way. So if you could kind of uh, spill a little bit of knowledge on how you cut weight and the things that you eat and, and uh, things of yeah, that nature. Yeah, so at – the compound we're not huge on cutting weight you know we like to do it maybe once or twice a year where you actually cut weight for the big events like super 32 and vac and states and stuff like that but when we do cut weight we hydrate um super early like on monday if it's the week before you're drinking as much as you can pretty much a gallon a day something like that so uh by the end of the week you're still hydrated and feeling good and you can lose all that weight um i already try to eat healthy um i made that change last january that was my resolution um, for my whole life was to eat healthy from here on out. And I did really good that, really good with that this year. And I think you just got to bring your portions down a little bit. Instead of eating four eggs in the morning, maybe eat two or something like that. It's not really that big of a change when you're cutting weight. Um, just hydrating early in the week and maybe wearing sweatpants on, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But it's not big at the compound. We don't really stress it that much, but, you know, sometimes we do. And when you know when you're out there wrestling, um, and you're competing, who is somebody that you wish could watch you could watch you wrestle live, but they're not able yeah, to do? Yeah, for sure, it. it's my Pat. Um, my Pat was always there when I was younger. When I was about six through eight, I would say, um, my dad's dad is um, who I'm referring to. Um, he was always there. He'd be at every event. Um, he always came to my events when I was younger. And he was one of the proudest um, grandfathers there was. So definitely him. I know he's watching, you know, up in heaven. But, uh, yeah, definitely him to get there, you know, because he can't be for sure. Yeah, I understand that. Um, I I know you set, uh, you set goals for yourself like any other athlete, um, regardless of sport. Um, what would be what, – what when it's all said and done and – your body tells you that you can no longer compete anymore. And, and, uh, you know, of course, you know, it's a young man's game. So you get to that age where your body's like, all right, you got to be done. What would you want your ultimate achievement to be? My highest goal, you know, you have those little goals, like be a Fargo champ, four time state champion, you know, go to your dream college or whatever, and be a four time NCAA champ. But my main goal is to be the best wrestler there ever was. Um, I want to just be, I want to work the hardest and do what no one ever did and just be the best ever and leave my um, legacy out there as someone who <coughs> was a buzzsaw, Excuse someone me. who hustled, and someone <clears throat> who left it all out on the mat. For sure, man. Um, you've been wrestling for a long time. Um, just real quick, how do you feel like this sport has evolved from the time that you've been wrestling yeah, until sure. now. so my dad and I, we always talk about that. When he was younger, he said it was nothing, you know, like it is today. And it has evolved so much, and he can't imagine what it will be in, you know, 30, 40 years. I'm sure it's going to be crazy then, too. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's so many ways that it's improved. Like, 
my coach, a young guns coach, Jody Matter, you know, he said when he was, you know, 10 years old, the tilt was just invented and things like that. So now it's, it's, I guess wrestling's been here since, you know, the year like 500. So it's one of the oldest sports there is. And, you know, it's going to go on forever and it's definitely going to evolve. I, I can't imagine what it will be in whatever, a hundred years. So. You know, I, I would just hope that we would have this sport in 100 years. You know, sometimes the way things are going in, in our country with, you know, with certain sports and, and things of that nature. Um, speaking of the evolution of the sport, you know, what I like to tell people, um, you know, I started wrestling in the uh, in the, the early 90s. And I would just say, like, it's it's this simple. When someone shot, for instance, a simple double leg, we were always just taught to sprawl out um, and, and and get away. Now it's teaching kids to pass the leg. I mean, like, I would have never thought about that. That wasn't even thought about, I think, until probably the emergence of, like, Ben Askren. But that's kind of one of the examples that I use when uh, we talk about the evolution of the sport because it's, it's stuff like that that's just <clears> – <throat> I just look at it and sometimes like if you, if you stay gone from this sport, you know, for a long time, when you come back, you're going to be lost. So, you know, I kind of, yeah, I kind of understand you on that. Um, what, uh, what kind of gets you into your, uh, your, your best like focus state before a match? Um, so I like to get a great warm up in, um, my coaches stress that for sure. Uh, great warm-up's awesome. We like to, you know, do our shots, get our agilities going, and uh, play rush a little, try to get, like, a full match in before the first actual match. Uh, but like I said, just crossing over, um, it's just here and here, and it gets me in the zone. It gets my mind, like, ready to go. There's no distractions after that. It's straight business and thinking about my match. Now, you do a lot of training. Um, you know, I, I've never – asked you really what your training regimen is but you know when your name is brought up you know i, I hear stories about you getting up before five o'clock running and uh you know and you do a bunch of workouts uh a day you got this workout that workout what do, how do you know or when do you know like just to pump the brakes when you're doing a little bit too much and you you start to get those aches like like, how do you know when, when that happens? Like, yeah, what, so we're what do big you on do? working hard and um, outworking everyone. That's our motto. We try to outwork everyone, and then that's what you should believe in. I outworked this guy, so I should beat him. But um, it's what I love to do. So I'm not like, oh, I have to go to this workout, or oh, I have to wake up at whatever, 4.30 a.m. to go do this. Like, I love it. I want to work out. I want to do this stuff. And we're big on recovery as well. We're big on um, things like using our massager. Um, things like that. We have a stretcher chair that we use and, uh, those things really help us just get back in the right mode. Um, sometimes, you know, we'll take weekends off, maybe Saturday, Sunday, Friday, something like that. So yeah, we always have designated breaks and things like that, but I love what I'm doing. So there's no like dread to go work out. Yeah. You know, it's, we, there are kids, you know, just like you almost in like every sport, I would rather, I would rather tell a kid to tone it down and, and take breaks than to have to call them and say, Hey, um, why are you not at practice? Or why are you not working out? Um, a kid that I really, really like to brag about down here in North Carolina. It's a kid that I've helped out with a lot. His name's Joe Seeley. And he, yeah, you, you, you kind of, you know, you remind me of him and kind of like the work, work ethic. It's sort of like, uh, um, 
I uh, I picked them up. There were these there was these uh, practices going on over COVID down here in North Carolina. A bunch of uh, NC State wrestlers were uh, kind of wrestling, kind of on the snake snake. You know, they couldn't wrestle in the wrestling room because of COVID. But this kid, I said, hey man, like we got to be there by nine o'clock or or something like that uh, in the morning. So I need for you to be ready by such and such a time. And this dude's like already up like at six yeah. 30 working out in the morning and like ready to go. And it's like, you know, most kids, you know, like most kids don't do that. So, I mean, it's just the, the dedication level. And, and, and of course that's the reason why kids like, like, like you and him are, are successful. But um, what, what about this sport um, brings you like just the, the, the most joy, like what, what is the one thing that you just, just that you like about this sport? I just like the that, hard that just... work, you know, the grittiness. I like that it's one-on-one. You know, I don't really – I'm not a big fan of team sports because one guy could be amazing, but if the other guys, you know, aren't, he's not going to have success because, of, you know, the other 11 guys in football or whatever. I like how it's just one-on-one. It's you and another man, and whoever works harder is going to win. I like, you know, that, and I like the grittiness, the toughness. So that's that's big things that I like. You, uh, you know, we were talking earlier and you were talking about like, you know, some of your goals and, 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 you know, what you want to, what you want to do. Um, if something happened, you just, and, and you fell short of achieving your goals, would you think this, that all the work that you put in over the years would be for nothing? I mean, what, no, not what's at your all. thoughts? Um, I do wrestling because I love it. Obviously you want to win everything, but that's almost unrealistic. You're not going to win every match every single time the whole, you know, your whole career. So, yeah, if I don't reach my goal, you know, I just want to make sure that I gave everything I had. And um, if I did that, I'll be happy with it. So nothing changes. Um, how how does your attitude, how does or how does an atti- someone's attitude in general play a factor? Yeah, in winning? that's a great question, because you know, it's how you look at things. I think that. If you don't have confidence or you don't have the right attitude, you're not going to have as much success as if you had a good attitude or a lot of confidence. Um, at the compound, we talk a lot about confidence. You know, you have to be confident what you do. You have to think about all the workouts you've done, and you have to think there's no way this guy sacrificed and did everything I did, you know, to be able to win today. So, yeah, I think that, you know, your attitude plays a huge factor in your success, and uh, you just got to go out there and want to score points and, you know, just wrestle your best. Um, so I know you have a, a little brother, Keegan. Um, I also saw him up there at, uh, def, uh, defense soap, uh, but mainly I know uh, he had that close match with, uh, Seamus Regan out of dark horse. What's been, uh, um, what's been your, uh, um, impact on him? I know he probably looks up to you. Just tell me a little bit about him and like, and, and how, you, how, how you guys are, uh, same the same yeah so first of all i want to say i forgot about seamus he always comes up in the compound as well so i'll shout him out about north carolina but um how me and my brother are same or diff and different um i honestly think that my brother's a little bit ahead um technique wise and strength wise for sure at his age than i was and uh you know he's he's definitely stronger than i was he's an ox when it comes to strength um and he's he has really good technique you know what we're working on right now with him is just mentally you know, we've got to make sure that he has the confidence. And um, once he gets that, yeah, I think he's going to 
hit the scene really hard. He's in fifth grade, and he's ranked, I'm not entirely sure, but, like, top five, I would say, in, um, I think it's 75 pounds, in junior high. So as a fifth grader, that's unbelievable. I, I wasn't even close to being ranked in junior high as a fifth grader. But, um, yeah, he's going he's gonna to be tough. Uh, working with him every day, and uh, we're just trying to get better. And, uh, yeah, once he gets confidence, he's going to really jump levels. Yeah, wow. You know what, Bo? I think I skipped 75 pounds. I don't even remember 75 pounds. <laughs> I don't. Uh, what um, What do you do um, or how do you take feedback from your coaches uh, after a win, after, after a loss? How do you take the yeah, feedback that's that one your of the coaches things that I would say I'm best at is, you know, what they tell me I did wrong and I go fix it. You know, my dad says I take constructive criticism really well. And, um, yeah, so if he tells me I'm doing this wrong, that's what I'm going to work on the next practice or the next week, however long it takes me to get it right. So, yeah, I'm always trying to listen to my coaches. I'm always texting all of them to give feedback on matches. I'll send the matches. Like I said, we watch our matches, you know, after they already happen on the phone. Normally my mom videos them, so shout out to her for doing that. But, um, yeah, I try to take constructive criticism well and uh, just work on what I do wrong. Um, what was, and, and all, and all this time you've been wrestling, what, what would you say was the toughest technique or the toughest move that just took you the longest to get, but you to be honest, got I would say the crossers tilt, which is actually my best move. The reason is, um, so the first person that showed me a crossers tilt was probably my dad and my young guns coaches. You know, they showed me the basic crossers tilt, but I mean, it was a move that I really enjoyed doing and I really liked, and I thought that I could be good get really good at and so uh, we had Spencer Lee there and obviously he is probably the king maybe AJ shop but we'll say he's the king of crushers tilts and um so he showed us ours and he showed us his and so we tried to put it into ours and then I went to AJ shop camp because I really wanted to learn his tilt because that's what he was known for in college so I took some things known from him and uh, there's a guy out in eastern PA um, his name is Coach Morrow. I went there one time because I heard he's really good at tilts, and he was. He was unbelievable. So we take, we took something from him as well, and we try to combine them all together. And so, yeah, that's my tilt from all three of those guys, and it is, I think, near impossible to stop. I really enjoy hitting that. It took me a while to get. So what, what is your – what's your favorite move? Or let me ask you this. If it's uh... – 10, 15 seconds left to go in the third period, and you know it's it's like a two to one match, and you're you're neutral. What yeah, what is your go to? So when I'm coming out, or if I'm down by one, you know, at the end, um, I'm definitely looking for my snap first. You know, I'm gonna go throw some fakes, and I'm looking for my snap. And if I can't snap them down, you know, I'm gonna test them out with some more fakes. And if the snap's not working, I'm going straight to my fireman's or sweep. Um, you know, so I just try to combine those three moves: the fireman's snap down and sweep. And obviously with fakes, that pretty much puts it all together, you know. So I try to put all those things together, and it's always – something's going to open up, no doubt. So I just got to get to my tie-ups. So what, what would you say is your, your favorite move or I your favorite tilt, technique? But other than that, it is probably um, – one thing I like to do is a sit-back on bottom. A guy named Nick Roberts – um, he was a stud in Pennsylvania. I think he won two or three state titles in PA in high school, and he went to Ohio State. 
Um, then transferred to UPJ, the college two miles from my house, and I won two D2 national titles. And he showed us a sit-back, and it's definitely one of my favorite moves. It's a big point scorer on bottom, and it's my go-to on bottom. So I would say the sit-back is my second favorite. Yeah, um, for sure. So with the dedication to this sport, how has it impacted you? Well, now I don't believe it would be as much because of uh, the remote learning. But in general, um, how does it impact you academically, you know, putting all this dedication into wrestling? How do you make the time to get your homework done and all the other stuff academically? Exactly. My dad's mom stresses it so much. You know, school's first. That's, that's your first priority. You're not going to go on your phone. You're not going to do any extra push-ups or anything like that until your schoolwork's done. Yeah, that's our number one priority. 4.0 is the standard, you know, 4.0 GPA. That's that's what's expected, and that's what you'll get. You know, so if you don't have the grades, you're never going to be able to go to the college of your dreams or wherever you want to go. So I definitely think that school is huge, and wrestling definitely plays a part in it with a part in it with uh, dedication and the determination to get what you want, you know, reaching your goals and just that hard work. You know, you already have it from wrestling, so you just use it in uh, school. What academically, what subject, what what subject uh, do you like, and then what subject just gives you the most? Problems? I would say math's my best. I've just always been good at math, and I've never had a problem with math. Um, I've gotten all A's my whole life. I would say probably something like social studies is the toughest because you know you really got to study for that stuff because you're not just going to know that off your head. But uh, yeah, social studies, but really. You know, if I'm studying, it's not going to be a problem at all. But uh, math is something that has come easy to me my whole life so far. So, uh, yeah, I really like math. For, for sure, for sure. Um, what's, uh, what's the best advice that someone's ever given to you? Oh, that's, um, that's a good one. There's a lot of amazing advice from my coaches and dad and all my supporters have given to me. I don't know. I, I would just say to work hard every day and be consistent, you know, never settle for anything less than what you want and always work hard. You, know, you always got to just go with the process and love the process, you know, um, just go with the process and just love what you're doing. Yeah, for sure. Um, before we wrap this up, cause I know you, you know, you got things to do. Um, if someone, and I know we're talking about some of the, the, the Carolina wrestlers that came up there to, to wrestle, but how does a wrestler go about coming up there and training? Do they have to be uh, a, a certain rank or a certain – surely, you know, you want people up there that can't compete. You don't want anybody in a practice room that's going to hold you back. So is there like a, a certain standard for a kid or any wrestler to come up there and train with yeah, you guys? Yeah, so really – How does that if work? If anyone wants to come up, you know, they just got to want to be the best and they got to want to work hard. Um, you know, they got to be a good kid. You, know, you don't want punks in there or someone who's just going to be mean to everyone and, you know, cheap shot, things like that. So you really want them to be good kids and people who are willing to work hard and willing to, you know, pretty much I would say just love the process and love what they're doing and want to get good like us. You want to surround yourself with people – who want things like you, who have goals like you. So I definitely think that anyone can come, but I would, you know, recommend that they're a great person and uh, they want to, you know, achieve big things in their life. So, and I, and I know you've kind of talked on a little bit, but to kind of sum it up and, you know, you could, you know, you could take a minute or whatever to, to say it. What would you say 
to um, wrestlers who are who are coming up. Uh, you know, they're they're like five years old and they're already starting to wrestle. What advice can you give uh, the the yeah the wrestlers for sure? So absolutely. You? I would say this, no doubt to any kid. Um, you got to love the process. You got to love what you're doing. You know, always listen to your coaches. And um, like UJ always says, my coach, um, I call him UJ because it's Uncle Jack. Like he always says, if you don't like what you're doing, you're not going to have success and you're not going to, you know, succeed in it. And you're not going to have fun doing it. You're going to waste all the time that you spend doing that on something that you don't want to do. And really, that's just wasting breath, wasting time of your life. So you got to make sure that you love what you're doing. And, um, yeah, if you love it, then you're going to have a lot of success for sure. Uh, well, Bo, man, look, I appreciate your time. Um, you, you really gave uh, great insight, you know, on the sport. Um, you do not sound um, like a wrestler that's in seventh grade. You know, you, you know you, you're, you're thinking on a level of, you know, of a, a very, very experienced high school kid, you know, freshman in college and, you know, and, and, and it's showing out there on the mat. And I do appreciate the time and uh, good luck in your in your tournaments that you got coming up in that tournament. I think you got this weekend. Uh, go out there. Uh, you know, I wish you, you know, injury free tournament. Thank and, you so much yeah, for this go out opportunity. There and do it was your thing. awesome. I really appreciate it. Thank you. See you later. Thanks. Yes, sir. We'll see you. Mm-hmm. That was Bo Bassett. Um, guys, I'll tell you this. Um, wow, that might have been one of my uh, best podcasts with the wrestler, especially a middle school seventh grader. Um, uh, I hope you, I hope you learned something. Anybody that's involved in wrestling, um, you you can be in in twelfth grade right now, and you've I can guarantee you that you've learned something from this seventh grade kid. Um, at my age, I've learned something from him. So I know, I know that you have, and I'm not ashamed to say it. Um, he, he, he's got the right idea. So um, if, uh, if you guys want to follow his, uh, you know, follow him, you know, moving forward, I forgot to ask him, but if you want to go on Instagram, follow the Bassett brothers. Um, I do know that that's, uh, that's the uh, online uh, name and you can follow him. Um, I'm pretty sure if you, have a question to ask or maybe you want to seek advice i'm sure he'll be open to answering it if it's uh um in his ability to answer the question but um hey you know what this has been another episode of cast of champions this is ryan hayes and hope you enjoyed this podcast and 